Hello and welcome to Talking Wow, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft, believe it or not. My name is Tom and today we are going to be talking about World of Warcraft Classic Hardcore making it to level 20 alive. To do that, I have my very much alive co-host with me, Marty. I think he's alive. Hang on, let me poke him. You're alive? Uh, Hello? I'm okay. Yeah, I think I'm good. Great. That's that's handy because I don't want to solo this episode. So, we have been playing World of Warcraft Classic Hardcore. Yes. And we reached a milestone. It's I guess it's a milestone of our own making, but we reached level 20. We've been going through this journey from, you know, level 1. No add-ons, doing it authentically as possible. And we've reached that, that like I say, our self-proclaimed milestone of level 20. So firstly, congratulations. And secondly, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I mean, I certainly think you can say that level 20 is a milestone because it is where most classes who have these things get their, you know, moving enhance, enhancing uh, uh abilities and spells um just a shame that you're not one of them oh a low blow there for the the <laughs> paladins in the room so yeah me and marty have been duoing this and we've rolled dwarf paladin and hunter and i suppose where do we even start with this like are we giving advice to people marty or are we talking about like what we should did and didn't do to stay alive or like how like we haven't really planned this it's a bit unplanned it's a bit unscripted yeah let's start with the why the hell are we both dwarves (laughs) (laughs) why the hell are we both dwarves good start so well i wanted to be a paladin and you wanted to be a hunter and we wanted to level together therefore this was our only choice but saying that i actually think dwarfs are a very good pick now this episode also may be a little bit alliance heavy because we are playing alliance characters however we very much appreciate the horde and their struggles that they have in their opening zones and cities because i actually think you know rubble number one being not being able to pick paladin problem number one not being able to pick paladin is correct but also i think horde get it a lot more difficult with the fact that they have cities that can kill you. Now you've got the likes of the Undercity and their elevators. You've got Thunderbluff and their elevators. And also the fact that it's just so fucking high that you could just sneeze and fall off the edge and die. So I think in that regard, if we are giving out tips, roll Alliance. Save yourself the heartache of falling to your death. And, you know, come to cities like Ironforge where it's nice and warm and cozy And, you know, even if you do fall down that little trough in the middle of the city, I don't think it's going to kill you. However, I won't test it out because I'm too scared. If you're at full health, it won't kill you. So, I mean, the only reason to, you know, be afraid of Ironforge is if you're not at full health. I mean, sure, there's also quite a bit of fire around. Uh, Don't stand in that either. Fire uh, and small campfires and stuff actually hurt these days. Yeah, sit. 
be careful about you know standing close to braziers and campfires. That's a good point, Marty. Because yeah, but but overall, if you're just you know running around minding your own business, being at full health, there's no problem. So I think we definitely picked some of the strongest classes for this as well, and maybe that was on purpose. But I know you love playing the the classic hunter, don't you? I do enjoy playing the classic hunter, and um, so. It wasn't just, but it wasn't just because I enjoy playing Classic Hunter that I picked it. It's also because I know how strong it is to have that at with you at all times. Uh, uh, I mean, you need to get to level 10 first. I think that's the first big hurdle, but I wasn't too worried about it since we were two people uh, playing together. Um, but yeah, having that pet uh, there as like, it's, it is really just a third player in our group uh, having that pet it can tank for us it can it kills stuff faster than than both of us um it's just you know it's it's it, it has more health than me and i'm apparently protection spec paladin <laughs> it's just wow like this this is so strong and also a big thing that you know we discovered as we were playing through this again is that different mobs have like different health pools as well and different attack values so one of the things we actually did when you hit level 20 was we were on a quest to kill an elite bear and we actually decided hey let's tame this pet because it's gonna have more health more attack value and i mean that comes with its own risks as well right yeah i mean i love how you say that we discovered it i mean i think we all be I don't think I know that we already knew that beforehand, but correction um, rediscovered it. <laughs> <laughs> but on that point, yeah, rediscovering things, um, I did rediscover some things that I completely forgot about. Uh, Hunter in 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 you know vanilla, uh, uh, like they have loyalty levels, so you cannot just pick a new one. Uh, you, you actually need to, to get the full potential out of them. You need to be their best friend. Uh, so like six loyalty levels. Which basically you just need to keep them happy and keep them around uh, for for a certain amount of time. But still, you need to do that. Uh, obviously, you need to feed them. Didn't forget about that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but I did sort of sort of forget that you needed to have ammo around in your bags. Uh, so I, I you know I, I lost some bag space because of that. But and yeah, then obviously you know it does give a little bit of extra. Um, suspense let's put it call it like that when when you need to um uh, uh tame an elite pet that is almost killing you before you're done taming it um so so yeah there definitely are a few few things there but then again we're two people um so if things are almost hitting the fan you know paladins can heal paladin can seal paladin can lay on hands um and so we do have between the two of us i feel like we have a lot of uh, utility tools and survivability um that you you would need we do and actually i think probably for the first 15 levels or so we i would say we were fairly comfortable that the fact we didn't really have any i'm going to call them heart stopping moments where you know, you start to see the the pearly gates in front of you and the the light at the end of the tunnel. And we had a few of these incidents with the the dust devil in Westfall. And I think again, this isn't really a tip, but it's 
it's like you will if you go to zones that you're familiar with and you know i I think like if you're a new player coming to this you know good luck i think it's just going to be a learning experience but if you are you know a player that's coming back to classic you do suddenly get these like whiffs of like actually there was there was something dangerous about here what what was it and you know it is about sort of remembering that you know westfall you go in there when you're level 10 but there's like these level 17 dust devils wandering around or it's you know going to lock and discovering oh there's like a patrol of three horde elites that are running around and you're getting sent to these zones like really early but they're so expansive that they run for like 10 to 12 levels that actually we find that you know you're starting in a zone you're doing a few quests but then you're going to have to go to some other zone do a few more quests and then come back to those zones later and again it's just remembering about the dangers that are there as well (laughs) what i find really interesting as well because it's something that we're completely forgotten about in 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 retail today is how you know because in retail today everything is scalable uh so when you go to a zone it will be you know around your level Uh, if you go to a new zone it will still be around your level whereas uh, these zones are you know most of them are like 10 levels worth of, of mobs so if you go there at level 10 you might run into mobs that are 10 levels higher than you and whereas in, in if you did that in retail you would probably be able to kill him as well but in, in classic you won't be able to, to to you know it will be difficult to kill something that is not just like two three levels higher than you so you know imagine running into something that's 10 levels higher than you you know so um so yeah that, that's definitely you definitely need to pay attention and look at uh you know the mobs uh, see what level they are even pay attention to if they're elites or not um because we have had a few times where we've been in an area and usually i'm the one being the hunter who's pulling things and i'm just like oh that's an orc or whatever we need to kill orcs and i almost pulled them and then i realized they were first first off they were three levels higher and second off they were elites so it's like yeah no maybe just Stay away from those for now. Um, let's let's gain some XP and and get some levels before we mess with those. <laughs> and I remember as well because in our early days, you know, getting up to level ten, very early on as a hunter, you got an ability to track beasts. And oh, how we laughed! At, we were like, "Oh, that's useless." Oh, thanks very much, Blizzard. Thank you for that. I'm never going to use that. And actually, you've been using the tracking so much All to keep an time. eye on the radar to see where mobs are, and it's like. Don't underestimate your abilities. If your abilities can give you even just a slight advantage or, you know, understand the lay of the land like you can with tracking beasts or, you know, tracking humanoids, et cetera. Humanoids. It, it's been amazing in caves, for instance, because, you know, I think one of the rule of thumb is to stay away from caves on hardcore. You might die, you know. Um, but it's amazing for something like that uh, because you can see when the respawning is starting to happening behind you. So you can you know, be like, all right, they're starting to respawn. Let's get out of here before we get like a ton of mob uh, spawning on top of us. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's also like paying attention to your surroundings and it feels like very obvious stuff to say, you know, it's also like being patient, but also it's being aware of other players because other players and, you know, my big motto is don't trust other players. And probably another tip I'd just throw in there is don't do dungeons because of that reason, unless you knew everyone that you're going with. But you need to pay attention to just other players and what they're doing because some players can be reckless and that can be your downfall. You know, we I would say we're very generous souls, Marty, that, you know, if we were to see someone in danger, 
we would try and do our best to potentially keep them alive. I'm starting to feel less and less like that. It's more, hey, that mage just pulled seven mobs. Well, let's see how that plays out. You know what I mean? Because if you get yourself involved, you know, you you gain the aggro of that if it goes wrong for that player. Yeah, it's like a, a, I will try to help someone else in hardcore if I can see that, you know, the, 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 chat, the probability of us getting out of it alive is very high. If it goes just a little bit below very high, then I'm like, yeah, nope, I, I'm, I'm getting out of here. Uh, you on your own, dude. Uh, <laughs> because, because it's, it's so small, so small things that can do, do it. And I think we already had an example of something happening, not to us, but to someone else where I was like, I was still getting used to aqua range of, uh, murlocs. So I was like, I think I can pull this murloc. I pulled it. And all of a sudden we had five, six murlocs running towards us. Another player came in, didn't really want to attack them, but he healed himself. And all of a sudden, because that's a big thing in, in classic healing, healing aggro is like huge. All of a sudden, he had six murlocs on him. Uh, <laughs> and they were running away. Uh, uh, I mean, they did survive, so we didn't kill someone by accident. But I mean, it could have been, you know, it could have I mean, been. That's what, that's what we're saying for the podcast. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could have been it for them. Uh, uh, because they, 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 you know, they were just standing there doing mining their own business, healing while Murlocs were running by, as you do uh, when Murlocs run by. Um, and they got all the aggro, even though they weren't in our group and they didn't participate in anything. It was just that healing spell that, that, that you know, generated so much threat that uh, that the, all the Murlocs were like, oh, there's a large threat over there. Let's kill them. <laughs> and, you know, I've seen like other tips where people are saying, you know, don't do Murloc quests, don't do quests and caves and i think you know there is some gravity to that because of how like aggro ranges work for like murlocs for example you know if you go to the coast of westfall it's like that is that's a treacherous place if you come back perhaps a few levels higher less treacherous but you still have to be like focused in what you're doing because we we like ventured back to lock Moden and did some lower level quests involving trogs but they were spell casters and we had just a, a very you know probably the closest we came to dying was we actually aggroed a lot of these and one of them ran away and aggroed a lot and they were just like casting spells from afar and we just had to run out of there but it was like these mobs were a few levels lower but it can they were green mobs. quickly they yeah were they green can mobs, so it can quickly like snowball out of control so i think like one of the things i think we're learning is when to abort like when to run away and when not to run away because sometimes running away can be detrimental to your survivability as well especially you know if you're in a highly populated mob area it's like well if i run away i'm probably going to pull something else so can i kill this and i think that brings me on to my point of being like give yourself that extra edge again now there's professions that you can learn early on and maybe you don't keep up with them but for example alchemy gives you an opportunity to give yourself a few buffs some armor buffs some minor strength you know if, if that's useful to you uh you know you can make like trolls blood potion which restores like health over time and you know i think sometimes just giving yourself the edge you know you, you picked up lever working for example and it was like putting these plus eight armor kits on your gear and it's like in the grand scheme of things, it's probably like a not point not like twenty percent, you know, 
increase to your survival. But when you like add all that up, it's like, oh, well, suddenly I've increased my chance of survival by a few percent. And sometimes that is the difference between living and dying when things go out of your control. And usually you find like that is when you would probably die, right? Marty is when you're in a situation where suddenly you're not in control of it anymore. And that could be because of other players or respawns or you've just pulled some extra mobs you weren't anticipating. Yeah. And I think that's the, one of the keywords. Control is the keyword. I mean, if you cannot, if you're in somewhere and, and there's a lot of uncontrollable, uh, you know, situations ha- going on all the time, you know, maybe, maybe go and do something else for 30 minutes, come back. I mean, it could be like there's a lot of players in the area who's all pulling randomly here and there, you know. Don't be, don't be afraid to just go kill something for half an hour and then come back. Um, Same is also don't give up, never give up, because I think... The, uh, I think in the situation where we were close to dying by all the trucks, uh, I was going down in health at this point, and I was going down to to a very low, and I'd used my potion, and I was like, I didn't know what to do. I panicked a little bit, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't have any response to anything left besides just trying to kill them. My mind was already sort of like, all right, this is it. We're dead. Uh, it's over. Uh, my pet had died as well, and, and this is it. And then you used the lay on hands on me, and I went up to... Yes, I, I laid my hands on Marty. There we go. <laughs> and I was at full health. You took all the aggro because you were healing. Um, but all of a sudden, it's like, all right, I'm back in the fight. I am back in the fight now. So I, I, I you know, could rest my pet. I, could, I, I slowly regained aggro with my pet uh, to, to try and get them off you. And then you shielded and ran away. And then we decided, well, and also told me to run away. But, but you know... In that moment, I had basically given up uh, in my mind, you know. So it's it's just important to you know don't don't give up until it's actually happened. Keep fighting and just keep just keep doing the things that you need to do to survive. I think you're so right because in those situations where we've almost died, it's like that panic does set in, and suddenly you just like it's almost like you go blank a little bit. But you're right when you say it's like, can I keep alive? You know, you know, as a paladin to to regen enough mana to get another heal off, you know, and sometimes that can just be the difference. I guess in a way we're blessed and cursed. We're playing this as a duo. When you're playing, you know, as an individual, sometimes you don't have as many options, but also you don't have the, you know, unpredictableness of what your <laughs> your duo partner is going to do sometimes. And hey, was know, that a that, secret stab at me? <laughs> I think it was a secret stab at myself, to be honest. Right. But you know, like you say, it is about just remembering the abilities you have and how you can use them. And can I just, can I keep alive for another 10 seconds? Can I get this? Can I kill this mob? And actually something you said that I think is a really good tip, just, you know, because it seems like we're giving out a lot of tips. But when we started playing, I think I said something along the lines to like, don't get too attached. You know, don't get too attached to this character because it's going to die. And you said, no, get attached get attached and also like change your mentality like get attached to your character make a backstory for it you know give them a family (laughs) give them everything you know write that backstory get really attached to this character that you love them that you would you would do anything to keep them alive that you will go that extra mile to to make sure that they survive and i think when you make start making these connections that you it becomes less of like this is a character that's going to die there's a, you know, there's a high chance it will, but mentally you start saying like, no, I'm not going to die. Like I'm going to live, I'm going to survive. And I think it's just a mindset thing. 
actually is really helpful. That it doesn't just feel like a character that we're going to play for a while and throw away because it died. Yeah, and we when, and because of that, we kept saying if you know uh, if we need to to if we get to to this level, if we you know have to make new characters and stuff like that. But I'm like, you know what? It's not going to happen. We're not going to die. Instead, you know, it, it's it's instead of if we're getting to sixty, it's when we're getting to sixty. You know, because you know you have that mindset that that this is this is this is you know this is this if situation is not happening, and I don't need to actually pay attention to it until it might happen. You know, so it's a when it's when we get there, um, because you know, then you'll just fight a little bit extra for to keeping it alive. Yeah, and like you know, it may it may hurt more when something happens to your character but i think like it's important it's important to approach it from the fact that you don't want it to die and it's not just like you know i'm gonna roll another character and start again yes you can totally do that and again it's like that pressure is not there that you can't do that but it's just making that character you know it's like pick even pick that name carefully pick something you know you you get a little bit attached to because, you know, some people are calling their characters, you know, I will not die or please do not kill me. Or, you know, even my dwarf is called Never Day, which is sort of like a, a Scottish person saying never die sort of thing. So, but I think like, you know, that's important. It's important to to form like that emotional attachment with your character to assist with your survival. And it seems like, you know, maybe that's not a big thing, but mentality, I think, is everything. And when you set that mentality that you're just not going to die, that you're not going to die anymore, that that's it, this is the character I'm going to get, then I think it raises a level within inside of you to do that and achieve that. And, you know, so far for us, it's working. So therefore, it's going to work for everyone else. There's no flaw in that logic it's, it's, whatsoever. Exactly. Two questions. Well, it's, it's, it's one question, but it's two parts, um, sort of. So, like, what's your... Quotation mark worst moment that you have uh, you you feel like you've experienced and what's like the the coolest or best moment so far from one to twenty uh, is there anything Ooh. that is standing out uh, I mean and it's totally fine if there isn't uh, but it's just no there uh, is I've always yeah. got something to say Mario don't worry uh, probably worst worst moment is I mean going to somewhere like Red Ridge Mountains for you know the Alliance where it's there's not too many quests there when you go there but you feel like you have to go there because there's just a million people asking you to deliver a million things including guard parker and his fucking lunch you know if he doesn't get his lunch then he's gonna starve and you know that's no good for anyone but you get there and you start encountering mods like these whelps which do really big fireball damage and it's like if i get this wrong like this mob in itself is quite dangerous that if i just let it hammer on me that i'll be dead but if i pull two of these or something like it's it's probably over right it's probably over um and i think probably like the good thing about that is when you make it through a zone like that when you've when you've got through like you know i did that murloc quest or i did did that quest with these whelps and i survived and you know even the moments where it goes wrong and you you survive that that's actually like such like a it's such a rush it sort of reminds you that you're alive and that the you know that you're fighting for that as well and yeah i think that's sort of a mixed answer also something i didn't like was that my one of my first paladin quests was a quest to learn redemption 
which is a resurrection <laughs> spell. I'm just like, fuck you. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't need this. I didn't even do the quest, but I probably should have did it for XP because as a duo, you got to do your hunter quest to get your pet. And now you level up before me. And that always makes me unhappy because when we get to level 60, you'll get to level 60 first. And you'll go, I'm done. I'm not playing anymore. And then you'll probably muck around me and kill me. I mean, so uh, already predicting the worst moment of the series, I see. <laughs> but what about you? How, how, like, what's been your like high and low of the journey I, to twenty? I do think that my low was was actually the, the the experience we just talked about like ten minutes ago, where you know I actually gave up in my mind. I gave up and was like, you know, and then we actually did make it out. I'm just like, yep, yeah, no, this is this is not how you know I should react. I should you know I should fight for it. I should not just give up. I should you know use all all the whole toolkit to my that that is to my availability um but i think i have like two, probably two cool moments that is sort of like the same but it's different places and and that is when um because you know we we have been walking around the fact sometimes that should we do this or should we wait a little bit and so princess harker and the lead quest uh in 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 um in lockmodan is like uh, you know, examples of, of where we're like just went in and did it and succeeded. And it just felt really good, even though that maybe in our mind we made it more difficult than it actually was. But just that feel good moment of, you know what? We are goddamn cool. We did it and we survived and we have the t shirt to prove it. Yeah. I think like one of our first big worries. And if you're, if you're horde, you're going to be like, I don't, I don't know who this is, but there's a, like a boar called Princess that has two ads and also, there's a quest to kill Hogger, and everyone knows who Hogger is. And we did this within a space of, what, 30 minutes or something. We And like you say, we had built it up in our minds that there was some awful raid boss. But it was. Like, that's how it felt like we were, you know, chugging our potions, buffing up, getting that food buff as well. Again, that's something important. If, if you can get food with a buff on, give yourself just a little bit extra stamina or anything like that. Just go out there and, and use what you can. And yeah, that was just a great sort of time when we we took those down. And I think we were we you know we were feeling good about that. That we it sometimes I, I call them like calculated risks, where it's like we definitely feel like we can do this and we will get a benefit from it. It's sort of like when we tamed that elite pet for you. It was like this is a risk, but I think the benefits of it will outweigh that. And I'm just like I'm glad we did that. And now we're like in a stronger position to you know continue this journey as well. Absolutely. So I think before we wrap up here, something Marty has been doing, and I think it's very important to mention, is you've been making money. Uh, yeah, I, I actually have. Um, uh, I've been, um, yeah, just utilizing that auction house. It's uh, it's a tool don't, that you shouldn't forget about because eventually you'll get to level 40 and you need to buy a mount and... Um, you might uh, scoff at the whole idea that roughly 90 to 100 gold pieces is easy enough to to get your hands on um which you you will need to 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 buy you know the mount uh the mount and the mount uh ability but uh, in classic um 100 gold is, is you know it's a quite quite a bit of sum of money to get your hats on even if you know if you also want to buy you know your abilities you actually get better and you know stuff like that so I have been trying to sell stuff that we find on the auction house and I'm starting to have like a small rule set that, you know, items can go up a certain amount of time before I vendor it, you know, because, you know, of 
because you, you, you have to pay like a fee to put it up in the auction house and stuff like that. So um, just doing small things like that, small admin uh, things that we do off stream um, just to, to try and, 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 you know, earn some G. Yo. Uh, you did mention that we're streaming this as well. And actually sometimes we do get nice little tips when we're playing this as well. And somebody had mentioned that you can actually achieve a sizable amount of income just by taking skinning. And yes, you can go and sell those skins on the auction house, but also they just vendor pretty well as well. So you could, in theory, like if you, if the auction house wasn't there, taking up skinning and you could buy level 40 from just vendoring all like the skins you find along the way, you could have enough to buy that mount as well. So it's just something to think about if, you know, that's something that concerns you about, you know, wanting your mount when you hit level 40 or, you know, roll a paladin or a warlock and you get that for free. And, you know, that's, that's going to be great. Just, um, you know, not having to worry about that. But, you know, me and Marty have been playing it in a duo format that the fact that if, if I die, effectively Marty's dead, like that's it, it's game over. So, you know, it's been quite cool from like an RPG perspective to say like, okay, Marty's the chef. Marty's the skinner, Marty's the lever worker, um, and I'm like the potion maker. And we're trying to like see how we can benefit each other as well. You know, it's like, oh, I got an item drop here. Can you use it? Um, or, you know, any sort of money I have that, you know, if, sorry, when we get to level 40, it's like, well, I can help Marty get the mount as well. It's because I'm not going to need it for myself. And I actually like really love playing as a duo because it, it's totally different from playing solo and I've played a hardcore character solo and it's such a different dynamic, isn't it? That you have way more resources to pull from, but also you have way more responsibility because it's like, well, if this other player dies, then I'm effectively saying that I die as well. So it it's definitely a fun thing. And if you can get like a, a player, a partner to join you in that journey, it's very special. And, you know, there's something special about playing solo. I also think... It's it's a very cool thing to experience playing through this game with somebody else because sometimes, you know, you get to those moments like you say, Marty, where you're just killing a bunch of mobs or something for half an hour just to, you know, get yourself leveled up so you can unlock another quest. But sometimes, like, having another person there just makes it a little bit easier too. So, you know, the real, the real pain sometimes in Classic is not death. It's just grinding out some spiders or something like that there but you know something to think about anyway i mean it's always nice to have some someone to go through the world together with even if that world is world of warcraft and on that moment there <laughs> i've swallowed the vomit uh we have come to the end of this review up to level 20 but join us for our future episode absolutely 100 percent. we will be doing another review episode when we reach level 40 and if we don't disclaimer then we'll just have an episode about how we didn't make it to level 40 i have been tom that has been marty we've been talking wow and we are still alive i'm totally going to edit out that disclaimer thanks for tuning in champion did you enjoy this episode of talking wow if so why not drop a review on your podcast catcher of choice or leave us a comment? You can find Talking Wow on Twitter or YouTube. 
over at Talking Wow. Hope to see you again soon.